Hello, my brother. It's your boy, Giver J. White, the Master Coach Mentor, and welcome to Warrior on Fire Daily Fuel Edition. Today's topic is this. It's my job. Sit back and relax, and welcome to today's Daily Fuel. Hi, my name is Bailey White. My dad is Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor. 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 <laughs> You're listening to Warrior on Fire. On Fire. On Fire. Okay, my friends. Okay, okay. You can tell it's early. It's prior to the workout, my friends. Some of my voice sounds like a, a nice little two-year-old little girl who sings. I don't know. I've had I have two little girls. They both used to be two, and they both sing. So maybe that's how I sound, but they would highly disagree with me on this one. Nonetheless, uh, I haven't exactly warmed up the old tonsils, the throat muscles, the talking tools, if you will. But I did have an amazing experience that I was going to use as part of today's daily fuel. So every morning I have an addiction. The addiction is I, I get caffeine. Don't really care exactly what the caffeine is. Uh, I don't really like monsters and Red Bulls and stuff like that. Like, eh, no bueno. Not my thing. No bueno. What I do enjoy, though, is coffee. And what I also do enjoy is five-hour energy. So sometimes five-hour energy, sometimes the coffee. And I also have this weird thing, too. I could stock plenty of this stuff in my house. Both both substances. I could have damn near unlimited coffee and damn near unlimited five-hour energies in my house. Would not be a problem. Uh, by the way, that's not like me bragging. I mean, who the hell would brag about being able to have fucking like a shitload of coffee? I, I don't know. That's not me. So I ain't bragging about it. What I'm just saying is I could, I could eliminate this pattern in my life, which is driving to the gas station every morning. They just like doing it. I don't know why. It makes no sense. I waste like 20 minutes driving to the gas station and then back. Like, why? Why do I do this? Why do I do this pattern? Well, I, I don't know. I got a lot of theories on this, and uh, they're probably all horrifically wrong. But nonetheless, I, I do this. what I do. So I go, into, I go into pick stuff up. When you do this and you're a frequenter of a specific gas station, you start to become bonded with the guys who work there. Right? It's like this routine. It's kind of like, you know, being at, uh, you know, back in the day, the show that my parents used to watch was Cheers. Right? It was a bar show. Like, I think it was set in Boston. And it was like, where everybody knows your name. Doom, doom, doom. And you might, you might remember that show. Maybe you don't. If you're, if you're like less than like 25, there's no way you remember that show. Uh, maybe probably less than 30. I, I don't know. I think that show faded out. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh, man, I haven't even drank my caffeine. This is what you get when you got Garrett straight out of bed 30 minutes ago. All right, so anyways. So that you start to frequent these gas stations. You start to get familiar with the people. They start to get familiar with you. You start to become bros. You start to become friends. You start to communicate. The relationship begins to proceed. It's like gas station attendant dating. It is kind of like, you know. You're like, you're slowly moving around the bases. If moving around the bases did not symbolize something sexual, but symbolized something in the sense of connection. All right. So it's like around the bases without any of the touching. All right. So anyways, he, my, my boy, Bo, and this is like a phrase you have to use. Like once you start to become like, uh, like connected, right? You're like moving around a second base when it comes to connection with your gas station attendant. You start to call him my boy. <laughs> it's no, <laughs> it's no longer just, that's Bo. Hey, Bo, how are you? Hey, what's up, Bo? Nah, nah, man, no bueno. It's just like, it's not very cool. You just got to be like, yeah, you got to throw like my boy in there. Like my boy. It's better than brother. Like my boy, all of a sudden it's like, ah, we're tight. So anyways, my boy, Bo. 
And besides, that sounds cool. My boy, Bo. Boy, Bo. Boy, Bo. Boy, Bo. So uh, me and Bo were talking, and uh, this morning, I'm picking up my regular. Oh, my God. I got to drink this thing right now. Like, my brain's, like, awake. My body's obviously not. And uh, so, anyways, me and Bo were talking this morning, and I was, I was just asking questions and scenarios. I was like, dude, do people ever get crazy around here? It seems pretty peaceful. He's like, yeah, it's peaceful. I had a dude walk in here a few days ago from back of my old station. So, he used to be up in Huntington Beach, and he was downtown. And so, we got to deal with a lot of, like, crazy people in the middle of the night. Now, I know this because my brother used to work at a 7-Eleven gas station, like, back when he was young, too, in Ogden, Utah. And, uh, and he would tell me about, dude, he got guns pulled on him. He had people come in threatening all kinds of shit to steal money, to steal shit. And my brother operated the same way that my boy Bo does. Now, my brother, which is like my boy Trevor, he operates just like my boy Bo does. All right. So this, he, he like def- he's a defender of the gas station castle. Um, and I commend him, man, big time, because, like, he starts telling me stories. Like, yeah, this tweaker came in here a few nights ago. He's the same guy who used to come to the place I was at in Huntington Beach. He recognized me, tried to play it down, but I was like, don't fucking do that shit here, bro. Leave, man. You ain't going to be here. Just leave. Now, it comes to tell me the whole tale. Now, by the way, he's dropping fucks and bombs all over the places. Like, the whole gas station filled with people waiting to pay for the coffee. But he, Bo's, Bo's my boy. He's my boy, Bo. So he's telling me this story. And besides, everybody else is a regular there. And the people who aren't, well, they can piss off because they're not regulars. So, you know what? We don't know their name. And, uh, you know, it's not cheers for them, but it's cheers for us. So they get to participate and just watch what was happening. So Bo, Bo starts telling me about how this guy, the tweaker who came in a few days ago, would come into Huntington Beach and people tell him, say, oh, Bo, you're working the night shift. Oh, yeah, this is a, this is a fact, part of the facts I didn't tell you. He's a night shift guy. So, so when we started working at the Huntington Beach gas station, the, uh, the people who came in there, the locals, his people, you know, the locals, the regulars, they said, dude, you're going to wait, wait until this tweaker gets out of prison. When he gets out of prison, he's like crazy. He's going to come in here all the time. He's going to try to steal shit, etc. And he's like, eh, don't worry about it. So the tweaker comes in at the old gas station with a brick in his hand and says, I'm going to have to take this wine. And Poe says, I don't think you are. And, and the tweaker dude's standing there with a brick in his hand. Like, kind of stunned. Now, you got to imagine, I got Bo. Bo has spiked up hair, like really spiked up hair. Bo's tatted up. He's hilarious. He's funny. And Bo has clearly smoked too much weed. Like, <laughs> but he's funny. Like, Bo, my boy Bo is the guy I would hang out and have a beer with. My boy Bo is like the guys I used to hang out with back in high school and college. He's funny. He just kind of got froze there. My boy Bo got froze there, and he's like, you know, late 30s, early 40s. He's still, he's still like frozen in that time zone. I love him for it though. I think it's a beautiful thing. So anyways, he's like, no, I don't think you are. And then the tweaker is like, I'm going to have to take this. And so Bo steps around the counter. This dude has a brick in his hand and he says, it is my job to stop you from doing shit like this. Now the tweaker has a brick in his hand. He's just come out of prison. Okay. It's over like a bunch of Mind you, gas station wine. Now, I don't know if you drink a lot of wine. I, I, like, drinking wine reminds me of Gary Vaynerchuk's Wine Library TV. If you don't know who Gary Vaynerchuk is, you should probably buy all his shit. Gary Vaynerchuk changed my life. He had a great wine line, wine TV show on YouTube. It was the first time stuff like this was becoming popular. Is what turned me on to doing videos. So all the cool videos you see with Warrior, like WakeUpWarrior.com, anything we do with Warrior on Fire, anything we do in our tattoo industry, anything we do with, across the board. 
was inspired by this wine show. Now, this is not the kind of wine that would have been reviewed on the Wine Library TV. This is a shitty gas station wine. But Bo stands up to the tweaker and he says, it's my job to stop you from doing this. And as Bo's sharing this, we moved to third base <laughs> in our relationship. And, and what do you mean we moved to third base? Man, my respect for Bo went up. He's all, yeah, and then the guy leaves and he comes back and he comes back with like a piece of concrete. And he's all, and I'm thinking like, what the hell is this guy thinking? So the tweaker comes in with a piece of concrete and he starts swinging around and Bo knocks him out. Then Bo calls the police, police come pick him up, take the dude back to jail. And I'm sitting looking at Bo and I give him knuckles and everybody in the gas station is like applauding. It's like a standing ovation for Bo and who my boy Bo is, etc. And then I get, and by the way, I ain't making fun of Bo. Like, I love the dude. I ain't playing around. Like, he's a good guy. And I, and I come out to my car and I sit down and I start thinking, this guy has a code that he operates off of when it comes to what he said he would do. When he signed on for that job, which, dude, there's no way Bo's making more than $10 an hour. And if you're living in Orange County, California, I'm telling you right now, $10 an hour is like barely ability to like eat food. And I'm like, here's Bo, who has a code, who has a moral guiding compass to how he lives his life. He said he would defend the cheap-ass wine in the gas station, and guess what he's going to do? He's going to defend the cheap-ass wine in the gas station. Like, it's impressive. It's impressive, and as I was sitting there, that's why I'm recording this outside in the parking lot at the gas station, because, like, I'm sitting here thinking how many people I know who not only don't live by a code, but who have no fucking moral compass whatsoever in their lives. They don't take a stand for anything. And specifically, what I'm thinking about are men who I used to be. I used to do this shit. Which is men who wouldn't take a stand for their queen. They, they put her out front like a shield for them. They allow her, his parents to, to, to say shit about her. They allow the neighbors to say shit about her. They allow the kids to say shit about her because he says shit about her. And instead of having a code that says, it's my job, I signed the dotted line. I got married. I got married and I'm committed to be here. And that means that I'm going to protect you, woman. I'm going to protect you. That means I'm going to make money. That means I'm going to take care of the kids. That means I'm going to invest time in our children. That means I'm going to invest time in us. I'm not going to be that dickhead who just shows up kind of when I need to or when I want to. I'm going to be the guy that shows up. Why? Because it's my job to do this. And so while you may have been listening and thinking, oh, what the hell is the point of this? My boy, Bo, what the hell does this have to do with anything? Well, that has, has to do with everything. Bo is an example to me yet again of what it looks like regardless, regardless of where you are in life. If you do not take a stand and do not have a moral compass and do not have a, a voice for life in what you say you have committed to, it doesn't fucking matter. I'm sure 999 out of 100 people are not going to fight nobody over gas station wine. Play yourself in that scenario. You're going to put your life on the line for a bottle of wine at the gas station when you work in there for $10 an hour? Come on, for real? Seriously. 
Is he going to do this? Probably not. But Bo is, why? Because no matter where you are in life, no matter what level of the game you're in, I'm going to tell you right now that the only thing that people can truly respect about another human being is their commitment to their word, the commitment to their code, the commitment to their moral compass in life. So my question for you is this, how are you doing? How are you doing when it comes to your compass? How are you doing when it comes to your stand and the code you live by? Where in your world across body being balanced in business have you allowed shit to slide? It's your job to show up in that area, but you're not doing it. Specifically inside your marriage and with your children. Where have you decided that just letting Tweaker sell the wine out of the front of the gas station is okay? Where have you decided that it's okay to put your wife on the front line when the truth is she is your queen and in no sense of the fucking, no sense of life does it make any sense to throw your queen out on the front line of the war? You, brother, are the one who was called to stand at the front. You were the one called to protect. You were the one called to make a thing happen inside your world called marriage. So you can sit around and be pissed off at her, frustrated at her, upset with her, and I did. I did for years. Fucking so pissed, babe, blah, blah, blah. Not recognizing the entire time. That was a big-ass pussy, a man who didn't take a stand, a man who didn't stand at the front of the, my castle with my queen and defend my family. In all kinds of ways. I ain't even talking about, like, fighting. So where in your life right now, brother, where? Where have you gotten weak? Where is my boy Bo making you look like an idiot because of your lack of moral compass and stand in your life to do the shit that's part of your job? It's my job, he said. It's my job. And in this case, to put my life on the line to defend the product I said I would defend when I'm getting paid to defend it. The challenge, the challenge is figure out what's the one thing you got to do to turn that shit around. What's the one thing you got to do? And you write that down in your journal and you go do that thing today. You have the conversation. You apologize. You fix this shit and you move forward. All right, my friends, I'm going to wrap up this daily fuel. I'm going to drink my caffeine. I'm going to go to the gym. You're going to probably get another daily fuel right after the gym. It's going to be a lot more fired up with a lot more clean-up voice because after I work out, my voice like warms up. It feels nice. Right now, I don't even like yeah, having any caffeine yet. So, yeah, you know, you got the best I got without caffeine, without warming up my voice. And I hope you enjoyed it. A couple of reminders, if you haven't uh, subscribed to iTunes to Warrior on Fire, head on over to iTunes. Get yourself subscribed at Warrior on Fire today. As well as this, if you're not getting access to action, guys, unless I know I say this every single show, um, like, they're a big deal. Like, they are a big fucking deal. They will help you in a massive way. So quit fucking around. Go over to warrioronfire.com. Put your email address in and click submit. On top of this, at wakeupwarrior.com, you're going to find the documentary series, The Before and After Journey of Warrior Men, just like you have taken on this code to live it. Yeah, there's a lot of people talking shit around the world about what we do. And on the same side of the people talking shit, there's a whole revolution of men who are saying, okay, cool, you can talk shit all you want, but like my boy Bo, we live by code. And we're going to live it, and we're going to show you how it works over at wakeupwarrior.com. Thanks so much for being here. My name is Garrett G. White, signing off, saying love and light. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warrior on Fire. On fire. <laughs> Share this with other men you feel need to, need hear. to hear. Don't forget to give us a review in, in iTunes, iTunes and subscribe. So, is there a website? Wake up, Warrior. Wake up, Warrior. For more information and other amazing content for warrior men just like you, head on over to GarrettJWhite.com now. Yeah.